Hi everybody and welcome back to the Crafty Crew podcast. My name is Kinger and as always, for some reason, I'm joined by Mark. Hello. By Nally. Well. And by Walji. Salve. What? Salve. Where's Salve from? Salve. Now? I don't know. Guess again. Uh, you were miles off last week, so... <laughs> um, I, I, I'll say Thailand. No. <sighs> Croatia? No, Croatia was last week, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. What's beside Croatia? Another country. I don't know. Bosnia and Herzegovina. <laughs> he I say Bosnia and Herzegovina. That's what I say. No. Malaysia. <clears throat> no. Oh. Well, that's... that's actually, it. I just realised this is a bit of a curveball. It's actually Latin. Oh, Jesus Ooh, Christ. That is not so the rule of the What the hell? Shame of yourself. That's the rule. How is that not the rule? How is that not the rules? Is Wait. the rules not say hello in another language? Is that not what technically, I did? Technically, the Romans would have ruled uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. So <laughs> they would have spoke Latin there. So I'm going to say I win. <sighs> <laughs> okay, you know well, I mean, we've settled right back. We've settled right back into this episode of just like ripping on each other. Uh, this week we are in Kerry and my home county of Galway. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Nally, are you telling us some stuff about Kerry and Killarney Brewing Company? Yeah, Kinger. So you've gotten that completely wrong again. I'm doing Galway Hooker, but uh, good try. Of course, uh, <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. Sure, sure. Look, we've been into Galway Hooker for the crack. So, um, they were <laughs> cool. founded. Uh, they were founded back in 2006. So they were, um, and you know the name comes from the ship. It's a sailboat, a Galway. It's a hooker. You know, it was originally designed as a fishing boat. They use it to you know brave the seas of the 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 Atlantic place where you might be familiar with you know down in salt hill and stuff like that but um yeah so apparently oh, they're yes. one of the they're one of the th- they're the third oldest craft beer brewery in ireland Um they brought out their their pale ale in t- 2006 when they first uh when they first started off um and i remember getting it down in galway when i was in college down there and uh, that was a unique experience because, you know, you weren't getting craft beer on tap at a time, uh, but you could get drafts for a Galway hooker, which was really cool, to be fair. And they claim that they kind of, you know, were the originator of the pale ale style in Ireland, like the first Irish pale ale. Now, I haven't seen any claims that can say they weren't, but uh, the only claims that I've seen that says they are is from themselves. So I'm a little dubious on that. But, uh, you know, let's take it at face value for now. Full of lies down in Galway, um, but uh, they, <laughs> they, yeah, they've got a couple of couple of different beers out. They've got a lager, you know, pale ale and IPA stout, um, and they do a couple of the seasonal ones. And people might be a bit more familiar. Like their 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 core range, the can design is pretty simplistic. It's just you know, it's a different color and it's just Galway hooker on it. It's nothing too fancy. But some of the ones they brought out more recently, like their mango IPAs and stuff like that, they've got a load of like different sea creatures and stuff on them. Um, I don't know if you've had them, mm. but they're they're pretty cool. So they are the cans. Some of the beers are really good. Some of them yeah. are okay, mm. but the can design is really cool. I'm a big fan of the new can design. I think they should stick with that and uh, bring out a couple more like that. Um, yeah, the seasonal ones they bring out. They brought out uh, honey beer this year as well, which was, I think. Uh, I think Walsh, you were a big fan of that, weren't you? Yeah, loved it. Very nice. Yeah, so 
I'm looking forward to seeing how we do with this one today. Today is their double IPA. It's a 15-year anniversary for when they started, so they've gone back and they've done a double IPA for it. Um, yeah, I suppose we get more into the can on that later on, but it is a nice little 8.6%, so Walshie's gone from loving their honey beer to absolutely being in bits with what he has to drink later on. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to say is like as we all know, I'm like yeah, I'm very looking forward to this. That's that's all I can say on that. <laughs> so like, uh, Walshie threw another curveball um, before we started recording. He's not going to give us his made up fact about Galway until um, Marcus told us about um, Killarney Brewing Company uh, because they're both linked for some reason. So, um, Mark, over to you. Yeah. So. Um quite excited to talk about these guys all right uh, i haven't had any of their beers this is the first one i'm having from killarney um but i've started to see them kind of appearing uh which is always a good sign so they were um <clears throat> they were set up in 2015 you know in killarney county kerry as the name suggests uh they are set up on the old site of the kilkenny mineral water drink facility so they kind of like took a, a beverage producing site and revamped it and there's a tap room there uh, now as well so you can go visit it get tours of the brewery um, and you know have a few pints and stuff which is really cool um, they have uh, as as Nadia was saying you know Galway, Galway uh, Hooker have been around for a long time so they've quite an extensive range their core range for Killarney uh, are a Lager, a Blonde an IPA, two IPAs, the Full Circle we're having tonight and their Scarlet Pimpernel as well which looks quite interesting uh, and a Red Ale and a Stout like most Irish breweries they only have a couple of seasonal ones so far, an Oktoberfest one, a Saison, and a Christmas one, which is a Belgian dark ale. But uh, their website's really cool. You can go and look at the colour, the hops, the malt they use, the IBUs uh, on all their beers and stuff, which is quite interesting if you're if you're into that. And uh, in good news, um, I found a newspaper article. Now, I don't know with COVID and stuff how this has been affected, but... Um, from April this year, saying they were investing 24 million euro uh, for a new centre, uh, like so, upgrade their facilities for distillery, for brewing, and a visitor centre, um, and it should be ready by the end of the summer. So, I know from our Cork episode we discussed how Blacks are the only still and brewery together on the island of Ireland. So maybe they'll have a little bit of competition next door now in Kerry with uh, Killarney Brewing Company. Um, one little fun thing that I, I found as well is the name Killarney uh, actually comes from the Irish and it means the Church of Slows. So, uh, you know, it's Killarney's a really religious town. There's loads of like Catholic connotations going back thousands of years. But uh, Slows are like, you know, like slow gin. So they're like these little berries. They're like types of rose. But um they're famous nowadays because like they're in slow gin and you can get them in all these you know fancy gin bars. But I think it'd be cool if they uh, maybe down the line in an experimental beer, throw some slows in there, get some slow kind of flavors going. I think that'd be a nice idea. Um, you know, and if they do that, I will accept any sort of compensation they were willing to throw me for my idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say they're probably going to throw it into a gin if they get that distillery up and running. Just make a yeah, slow gin. Um, Jesus, like, for 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 a brewery to be thrown twenty four million into revamping, for them to be thrown twenty four million into their brewery, like they might, they must be a fairly big outfit. Yeah, and or maybe they've just seen some very big growth 
Yeah, they're only around five or six years. So um, it may just be a thing. Like I live in Dublin, so I'm the whole other end of the country away. Maybe they're really popular down the southwest um, and I've just not been exposed to them before. So it could be that. The other side of it as well is they could be looking at uh, Dingle Bay, Dingle Gin. That's uh, huge now at the minute, isn't it? So, you know, maybe mm. they're looking at the Dingle Distillery there and thinking, let's grab a slice of that pie, keep it up with our beer and get a distillery in with us. And, you know, Killarney's pretty yeah. famous and it's a big tourist attraction. So if you can throw in a visitor centre there type of job as well, I'm sure you'd recoup that money in, you know, good space of time. Like, If Conor McGregor yeah. can make money off whiskey. That means all of us can. <laughs> Jesus, it's piss. <laughs> Let's hear these linked facts of yours. Look, I struggled to make up one, so these are actual facts. So oh. I don't know how, but if I can get some help off people just to come up with some outlandish stuff, I don't know how they'd get to me without the other lads finding out. But if you can, by all means, help a man out, because as we noticed from last week, mine was tragic. <laughs> so what we'll do right for one week only um, any listeners who want to send in lies for a while she send them to the Facebook page myself Natalie and Kinger we will stay off the Facebook messenger so if you send them in only while she will see them and Fair. next week's recording while she can read us out all your fantastical stories and lies and we can try and so <laughs> what we'll do right while she you come up with a couple of your own and we'll try and guess if we have enough which were Walshies and which were listeners <laughs> yeah I said I needed help and now I still have to come up with my own ones <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's not getting me any help at all you didn't come up with your own ones this week so what, what did I know, you, what did you Google <laughs> um, well you see I usually work off the names and I couldn't really figure something out I had a stupid one for Kerry but I'm not going to use it because I don't want to embarrass myself any more than I did last week Pickle but Rick. I looked into um, Galway now this is going off uh, 28 2018 consensus is Galway has an impressive 475 pubs, which works out at a pub for every 506 people. But Kerry, with one of the lowest numbers, has 435 pubs, which is one pub for every 334 people. Damn, that was that was what the consensus was in 2018. Ah, that's that's. So I mean, it's 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 obviously different. Like yeah. pubs with the whole pandemic, you know, pubs are probably closed or more have opened. So that could be different. But I found out I thought it was kind of interesting on topic as well. Yeah, no, but did you find out what? Because that's interesting. <laughs> so if you're if you're an alcoholic, it's better to be in Kerry than Galway statistically, because there's more pubs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Per person, is it, what's what would the highest? Did you find out what like the highest pub to person ratio in the country is? I think probably Leitrim or something. I think, I think it was. I, no, I think it was um, Cork. Had, oh. Now, I don't know about per person, but they had over 1,100 pubs in Cork. And Dublin had like oh. 997, but they were one of the lowest because it's such a huge oh. um, population. Yeah, that's very interesting. Careful, that's 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 a new claim for Cork being the real republic. <laughs> <laughs> Cork, we're the real capital, boy. Uh, okay, so uh, where are we starting, lads? Are we starting in Kerry or are we starting in Galway? Well, we were going to start in Kerry Kinger, but, uh, you know, let's do that. Let's start in Kerry. Okay, yeah, cool. Start in Kerry, get an easy drink in before I hit to have to drink that double. Yeah. So, uh, so this is uh, Killarney Brewing Company's uh, Full Circle IPA. So um, I, I, I actually like when we just go back to kind of basics and it's just a, a plain old... IPA, you know, it's nothing kind of 
It's not a fancy, do you know? Yeah, I'd agree with you, man. It's nice to just change it up every so often. And it's kind of weird that changing it up for us means having just an IPA <laughs> as opposed to having some mental stout or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's also one of the only times, I think maybe the second time, we've had a bottle and a can in the same episode. So that's a, it's always a good yes. contrast to have. Oh, that smells nice and fruity. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, just reading the label, it's called Full Circle. Um, it's kind of, it has like an emigration famine ship on the front. It has like Ellis Island and stamp on it yeah. uh, and a Dublin airport stamp. And it says that emigration's forever been at the heart of our history. Um, this story is held by our head brewer, Mike, who with his wife and daughter have brought back to Ireland this branch of their family tree. And the family tree is the fact that this is all American hops. So kind of bringing the American tree back to Ireland. Um, yeah, as 5% IPA. Um, and just on the colour, like it's a lovely clear golden IPA colour. Not too carbonated, but... Um, yeah, it's a really nice looking beer. Yeah, it's got some really decent head retention as well. Like that, that's I poured a proper full pint of it, and it's not it's not lost any head yet, which is pretty good going. Um, yeah, that went well for you, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's probably going to take me a hot minute to get to the drink. Yeah, Kinger, like you were saying, man, it's definitely got that kind of fruity smell. Um, it's a it's a nice smell. It's kind of sweet as well as fruity. Not overly sickly or anything, but definitely on the sweet side. Like, yeah, um, the taste is actually quite similar to the smell. It's it's um, we've had a lot of beers. I think where the smell and the taste are kind of worlds apart sometimes, and it's not exactly what you're expecting. For me, that's like pretty much what you're smelling is is what you're tasting as well. You know, just a comment on Medfield. It's way more carbonated than it looks. Because I'm looking at my glass and there's yeah. very few bubbles floating around. Then you take a sip and it like explodes off your tongue. It's, it's funny. It's nice. Yeah, I was literally going to say the same thing. Um, literally. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it is. It's definitely way more carbonated than it looks. Um, which is a good thing. I, I, I do love a nice crisp beer. Um, IPAs work really well when they've got that higher carbonation. Especially kind of this style um, of IPA. It's really nice. So my first impressions of this are it's got a typical kind of traditional IPA West Coast piney kind of taste to it. But um, the really aggressive, let's say, carbonation, I'm not sure what the word you want to use for it is, uh, like removes quite a lot of the, the flavor and just leaves you a little kind of subtle undertone of an aftertaste, which for me is quite nice because that piney flavor can be a bit over overpowering if there's too much of it. Um what was the one we had a couple of weeks ago? The, oh, darn. The Ballykilcavan one, wasn't it, from Leash? Which, Long Meadow. Long, Long Meadow Long Meadow, IPA, yeah. Which is, like, very much a traditional IPA. And we were talking about its piney, uh, resiny kind of notes, a bit of earthiness to it. This kind of reminds me of that, but this is more subtle because of the extra carbonation. I feel like it's not quite as strong in the in the flavours. Uh, I think it's really, I think it's really refreshing. I think, um, I think it's a, I think it's a, I always kind of fall for a beer when it's, it, there's nothing, um, I suppose the word I'm looking for that it's, it's very, it's, it's balanced. Like there's, there's not a whole lot of strength in one aspect of it. Like that's, that to me is a fairly balanced beer. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing kind of outrageous in it. Um, 
I like the fruity kind of taste. I like the fruity taste, and I love the, like you're saying, Mark, the kind of the way that the the, the carbonation kind of washes it away kind of fairly quickly, so it doesn't kind of hang around too much. Because I feel like if it did hang around too much, it might be a, a little strong, you know. Yeah, I think the just to go on that as well. I think the um, the fruity flavor that's there does kind of help instead of it just being very piney like an old school West Coast IPA. It's not overly, you know, mm. piney or resinousy. Resinousy? I don't know how you say that. Resin- Resinous. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, it doesn't taste like a violin bow. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah it's, that fruitiness definitely helps cut through it, so it does. Um, along with that carbonation, it keeps it nice and crisp, so it does. Walshy, have you managed to fight your way through the head there, have you? I, I got there. Um, I think like the lad saying, that initial... I'll assume it's down to the carbonation. You get fairly hit with that taste initially. It's it's quite not heavy. Heavy is not the wrong word. It's not like it's it's nice, but it's it's there, like it hits you. Uh, but after that, it gets refreshing and very smooth. Um, it is quite nice. Um, like it's not an overpowering taste initially, but it does kind of pack a bit of a punch. Not in like alcohol or strength wise, but that carbonation like the boys were saying you get fairly hit with it as you take that initial drink not a bad thing but like if you wouldn't usually get that i don't think yeah in most of them but i agree well she it's like aggressive it hits you it's not like normally where it just cleanses your palate this is like bang carbonation time Mm -hmm. yeah that's it spot on um, the, 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 I always find these episodes, uh, recording these episodes as like a bit of a learning um opportunity. So, the the fruity flavors that we're all talking about, like, is that? A, do you think that's a? Is that a when they're brewing a beer like this? Is it a specific addition of a certain fruit, or is it particular hops have that characteristic? So it's it's nine times out of ten for beers, it's going to come down to the hops, unless we're talking something like a sour or something like that, or. You know, remember we had those tropical IPAs where the fruit was added. Um, but if it's something like that, it's going to call out that the fruit has been put into the into the mash or into the fermenter. Um, it's definitely just different styles of hops that give you the different flavors. Like you have old school hops, um, old school American hops like Chinook that are kind of piney and stuff like that. And then you have some of the more, you know, more new world hops like Citra that are that Citra flavor, that kind of, you know, lemony or Amarillo, that kind of orangey flavor and stuff like that. Um, and then there's yeah. there's other ones as well. There's new ones like from um, Australia and stuff. They're growing some hops now that are um, they're starting to come out a bit. Um, like Galaxy, I think, is uh, is an Australian hop as well. It's kind of like a um, stone fruity type of flavor. So, you know, like whatever stone fruit is, like mango or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you start combining them and they start like cancelling flavours out and amplifying other characteristics of each other, like how they interact. Because I'd say very few brewers are just using one type of hop. There's generally a mix in there, in the craft beer market anyway. Yeah, and the other the other big thing about it, Mark, is uh, even if you use the same type of hop, it depends on where you add it in the boil. So generally it's a 60 minute boil time, roughly, let's say. If you add something in at the start of the boil, that's considered a bittering hop. You know, which will give you all your bitterness. It extracts all the alpha acids. It gives you, you know, how bitter your beer is. If you do that, and then in the middle of your boil, like around 20 minutes or whatever, you get your flavor hops, which is all for the flavor of the beer. And then about five, 10 minutes left, you get, you know, your, what are called your aroma hops. So they don't add a lot of bitterness to the beer, but they give it the smell and the flavor. 
So depending on what quantities you add at what times in um in the boil, you can get a different kind of fruity flavor, or, you know, whatever you're kind of going for, which is is you know kind of the art of it, really, I suppose. Yeah, and I guess just to kind of hone in on the fruity flavor we're getting here with Killarney's Full Circle, it's not like a citra or anything where you're like it's mainly fruity. This is still a standard kind of original IPA with a bit of resiny pininess, but in equal subtle amounts, there's a hint of fruit there. Yeah. So it's not, I guess we're, we're honing in on it, but just so people know, this isn't like a fruity IPA. This is just like an IPA with hints of fruit to it, kind of. Yeah, like for me, which makes it quite a clever beer, I think, because it, 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 it kind of does hit every kind of point, you know, it's it's, it's not like... um. It's not lacking anything really for me, you know. So, like, do we want to just move on to the rating for this? Because I'm, I'm actually enjoying this beer. So, yeah, I'm okay to move on. Yeah, to I mean, I suppose, yeah, we can, we can always edit out the 15 minutes of silence as we all individually enjoy the beer. <laughs> the listeners don't need to hear that. But uh, if you would like to hear the 15 minutes of idle silence where we enjoy the beer between discussing it and rating it, uh, please send a message to the WhatsApp, or sorry, not the WhatsApp, the Facebook group. Jesus, if you want to get the WhatsApp, WhatsApp yeah. fuck it, like, <laughs> yeah, let us know. We'll start with WhatsApp. The rating system, as always, starts with an unbearable. Then we move swiftly on to a booze. Booze. Then we have just beer, followed by brutal, and then the much loved uh, unbeer leaveable beer. So, uh, who wants to start us off with this one? Yeah, I'll kick us off. Um, I kind of called out Long Meadow by Ballykill Cavan. Uh, a couple of weeks ago or whatever and i think this is very similar to it i actually think this beer is a bit nicer in my opinion i think it's a little bit more subtle on the west coast flavors and because of that it's it's kind of more refreshing and then the carbonation is just insane like it's really really good but uh, i still don't think it quite hits that height of being absolutely excellent for me so because of that i'm going to give it a brutal but I think it's a really solid, brutal beer that I am really enjoying and would really enjoy again in the future. Yeah, I I absolutely agree with you. Um, as much as I enjoy the flavor and the the crispness of it, it's 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 a it's I don't know I don't know what it needs. It might need a bit more kind of because I I like the tropical kind of side of IPA. So I think that would if it was that side of an IPA, I probably would push it to a. Uh, uh, an unbelievable, but it's it's brutal, hundred percent brutal. Um, I think it's a strong beer, and I'd definitely be having this uh, again. Do you know what it kind of elicits with me? It's like it's really, really good, but at the same time, it's not something you'd go like screaming about or like recommending yeah, yeah. to people yeah, for yeah. some reason. Yeah. It's that kind of thing that like I'm trying to think of a proper analogy, but let's say like if you had I don't know an album you loved in music, you'd listen to it at home all the time, but you wouldn't be like I'm, I'm probably not gonna tell anyone this is really good but then if a song from it comes on at a party or in a nightclub you're like oh my god this is so good i love this shit you know that's kind of where it lands with me like a like a strong phil collins album (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i I can jump in there after you can i'll 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 make it pretty quick man it's it's beautiful for me as well this is a proper like fridge filler this you're gonna if you had a couple of bottles of this in your fridge, you are absolutely delighted. It's not one that you're gonna be, you know, clamoring to get every time. Or like Mark said, it's not one that I'm gonna be getting for other people. Maybe you know, in the six pack type of job, right? But one hundred percent happy out if I have this in my fridge. 
I'd be a happy man after coming home. Like, absolutely. It's a proper good beer. That fruitiness and the carbonation, um, which it doesn't have too much of that piney taste, which can be overpowering sometimes. I think, yeah, it just lends itself to a really good, really kind of clever beer the way they've done it. Um, yeah, solid, beautiful for me. Yeah, uh, I can't disagree with anything you've said. Uh, I think as Natty was saying there, it's something that you had a, a nice few bottles of them in the fridge, you'd have no qualms about it all. There's no real, I don't know what to say, distinctive flavour of anything that you'd be like, oh, I don't really feel like that now. It's just a solid, solid IPA. It's not doing anything unnecessary. Just just solid. Uh, it's good. So uh, straight up brutal for me as well. I think this is one that we've 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 tried to say before. Um, beers that might get someone who's not quite a craft beer craft beer enthusiast. This might be a good one to get them into it. Um, yeah, it, definitely. You know. uh, you're dead right there, Kinger. Yeah, um, and 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 just following on from that, anyone maybe around the Kerry area, Killarney area, who you know, if you're listening, I don't think you are, but if you're listening, um, and you want to get into craft beer, um. Definitely hit this up. I ha- this is my first Killarney, Killarney uh, beer, and I'm really looking forward to trying the rest of them now because that was such a good introduction. Mm. But please, 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 please don't let the next one minute of uh, podcast change your mind because Kinger is going to do his best <laughs> Kerry accent in a second, and we don't want that to drive you away from the world of craft beers. Yeah, it's all right, Mark. We don't go out on the wireless, so they're probably not going to hear us. <clears throat> <laughs> oh yeah and i'll carry people yeah yeah seven heaven baby seven heaven up the doves up the doves god damn it jesus you went very dubbed there mark danny healy ray just think of him that's all you gotta do yeah. <laughs> but it's it's funny when he gets angry because he gets very angry and the cap comes off Ooh, yes um, that is very good you had it yeah, there yeah yeah uh, so who does the crafty crew think they are coming down to Kerry and telling us what our beer is like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. You're nothing but a pack of blackguards, the lie. <laughs> but thanks, thanks for the brutal rating from the Crafty Crew podcast. <laughs> I, think, I think I lost it towards solid. the end, but we'll take no, it. No, it's no, pretty solid. Brilliant, oh, man. That's good. That's solid. Solid, solid. 100%. <laughs> uh, so, Kinger, before we head on to Galway Hooker, so... The three boys are from Athlone. Uh, well, Kinger's from Galway, and he lives near Athlone now. The boys are Athlone, born and bred, never outside the parish. Um, <laughs> sure, why would I, you? I, I, I found myself down there for a couple of years, and because of its proximity, like you find yourself going to Galway uh, quite often, or, well, you know, occasionally at least. And Galway Hooker is a really like established, popular craft beer, and it's on draft loads of places there. So I just thought, like, like assuming it's on every pub, if you were going out for a night at Galway Hooker drinking, Kinger, now that lockdown is over and indoor dining, dining is coming back, as the resident Galway man, how would you show the three of us a, a nice night out in Galway City? Four lads out for some nice pints, bearing in mind that we are snobby fucks, and if you try and bring us anywhere without craft beer, you're just going to get an earful off us until you bring us somewhere where there is craft beer. <laughs> uh, honestly, and th- like it's not a cop out. I actually haven't been out in Galway in I would say four or five years at, at this stage. Like it's really disappointing. I as in I'm disappointing. However, I do know that it's like <laughs> too easy. Uh, Low hanging fruit. I'm gonna leave that one lie, but 
we'll leave that one by. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beer House in in Galway is 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 a really good. I think it was one of the first places that I knew for uh, craft beers in in Galway. There's also a place in Salt Hill. Um, that uh, the Sea World Aquarium place. That place they don't do craft beers. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's called the Oslo, and they actually do really good food. Well, they did when I was when I was there before, and they um, it's actually the Oslo was where I brought. So there was my parents, and there was me, and then like neighbors of ours, and they wouldn't be craft beer drinkers at all, and they said, "Let's meet up for a drink in town or whatever." So I brought them there, but it was their first kind of opportunity to have some craft ciders because they're all cider drinkers, um, and I think that that it kind of a few of them now do drink craft beers, but they they say it's because they went to the Oslo. So, so we could go out early, have some, have a dinner in the Oslo, a few craft ciders, which Walshy would yeah. love. He loves craft ciders, and then head into Beer House in the city centre. Yeah, and then the Salt House then as well is Lovely. another one. I think there's, I, I for, again, have been out there in four or five years. They're the three that stick out in 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 my mind. Uh, I just wish I was more. Um, I wish I was more up to date on Galway's craft beer. <laughs> I walk into a place and I see, when you're talking about them ciders, and I see one rosé cider, that place is getting burnt to the ground. I'll do time. I don't mind. That's definitely how you get past. But I'm bringing that building. I'm bringing that building with me. Oh, that's definitely how you get past the bouncers, isn't it? Just like, I can imagine while she flicking the lighter on, just in front of the queue. <laughs> If this place has a rosé cider, oh. That's it, you're done, lads. Out the gap. Uh, it would be utterly remiss of me if I didn't bring you to the Crane Bar for a beautiful pint of Guinness as well. That's just like... Beautiful. Uh, would be an, an, an absolute must. Yeah, yeah. Can we go Chicoli as well? Because, God damn it, I love Chicoli. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we can do we can do Chicoli. Like, and Roisin? standing outside. I couldn't give a fuck at this stage. <laughs> uh okay look let's move on to uh this week's second beer or so uh galway hookers double ipa i really uh, don't want to 15 year anniversary i suppose let's crack them open no i'm here to do take it i didn't finish this first one yet. yeah so crack this open i'm just going to have a quick shout out to the about the can there this, uh, you know, I know we were saying earlier, well, I was saying earlier that the go-away hooker cans tend to be pretty plain. This one is kind of plain, but it's kind of classy for a 15-year anniversary, you know? It's got that style that, you know, all we well, three of us anyway have agreed on, because I'm not sure about Kinger, but we'll get in that double panda someday. But that kind of black can with the gold writing is, you know, it's just a nice, good-looking can, so it is. Um, so fair play to them on, uh, on the choice for it. I think it's pretty good. And at 8.6% dipper, I feel like this is right in Walshy's wheelhouse. So, uh, yeah, this, let's see how this, we get on. <laughs> this is a Walshy beer, definitely. So just on the can, it says seven varieties of hops were used um, in this, and it should be full of citrus and tropical flavours and a floral aroma. So this should be very interesting. Um, that smells like the strangest beer I've ever had. Mm, now see i think this smells very hoppy it's got the grassy like it's like raw hops before you add them in that grassy powerful floral smell uh, as a as a double ipa fan i know that i love a double ipa that is juicy and very very hazy 
like almost non see through, like not see through at all. Whereas this, I don't think it's my style of dipper, and if that's the case, I'm going to be disappointed because it's from Galway. <laughs> yeah, man, this this I think this is going to be somewhat you know more similar to maybe the Killarney we just had in that style of you know maybe an old school West Coast IPA more so than those newer New England IPAs that you'd be you know you're a bigger fan of a definitely a bigger fan of them in dippers and mm. um, just on the smell real quick I think uh, you kind of hit it there it is that kind of hoppy smell but there's definitely something else there I don't know if it's like a honey kind of smell or maybe even kind of nutty or something but it's not just hops that I'm getting there's definitely something it's, else there it's a sweetness I think go on. yeah there's something there yeah I'm getting the sweetness and I was going to stay it and other dippers we've had and Scared when I smell it, and you can nearly smell the alcohol because it's that strong. I'm not getting that so far. I haven't tasted it yet because I'm scared, but you can't get that really powerful, nearly alcohol smell, you know, which is might be a little off putting. And I drink it and then die. Who knows? But the smell is quite pleasant, I think. It's it's odd, it's an odd one. I can't really place my finger on it, but it's a uh, it's it's quite pleasant. Yeah, I'd agree, Walshie. I wonder if with the seven varieties of hops, maybe there's a lot going on for us and we're still, we're all trying to, you know, delve down. Seven is a lot of hops to put in something and it can maybe be a little confusing. When you get to the taste, the mouthfeel is just, I would say, normal. It's like not overly carbonated. You know, it's not too oily. It's not, you know, not leaving too much of a taste, but it's leaving some taste. It's just kind of like right down the middle, grand mouthfeel. But there is definitely that normal boozy taste you get with a dipper. Now, it's a lot less in this, mm. I will say. And there is, I'm not sure how to dissect what's going on with the flavor profile in the hops because there's an awful lot hitting you kind of at once with this. Yeah, so it, it definitely is kind of a, it's a pretty complex beer. Um, those seven varieties of hop really, really give it a unique flavor. Um, somehow, I don't know what it is, but there's something kind of, kind of nutty or something with it as well though i can't put my finger on it but there's something that's not quite just fruit um not quite just a fruit flavor there's something just it's that kind of more earthy sweetness like a nut as opposed to a fruit just yeah, in the background like, like walnutty kind of yeah walnut or that kind of yeah maybe it's just like a pine nut or something but it's definitely something nutty that's not just your normal fruity sweetness um and the the pininess is kind of there as well. There's an awful lot going on. Um, you definitely can tell it's 8.6% when you're drinking it, though. It's not as smooth as some of the other dippers we've had where you don't really taste that um, the alcohol in it. In this one, you can definitely tell you're drinking an 8.6% dipper. I'm pleasantly surprised. Anytime I see double, I get very nervous. And uh, usually in a lot of the ones we've had... Um, for the most part, I think besides maybe one or two, all you get is just pure alcohol at times, for me anyway. Um, I don't get it as much. Now, I feel like I've had a few ones like, okay, that's definitely a lot more powerful than some of the normal beers I would have had, alright. But it doesn't feel as, for me, as heavy as it probably is. Yes, I drank maybe a quarter of the can. But um, I'm pleasantly surprised. There is a taste there that I don't really get, but uh, it's it's quite pleasant. I like I, I do like it. I like it a lot. It's got 
like Kinger, you're the real true dipper kind of guy in this podcast. I like a dipper, but it wouldn't be my favorite. And but I do like, as you have said many times, the warmth in your chest. You know that you kind of feel. Mm. Um, I do yeah. enjoy that, but on a lesser extent, maybe. Um, and I think that kind of hits the wheelhouse for me that it's the lesser extent that there is a bit of booziness, but it's not too powerful. But yeah, to agree with Walshy, like flavor profile is a bit mad here. Like, um, I think as Nally said, there's definite pine notes. Yeah, honey. I think as well. I think something nutty. You know, I think they kind of maybe put in maybe seven was too many. <laughs> I was like, maybe they, maybe they're like, oh, 15 years. Let's put 15 types of hops in. They hit seven and they were like, holy shit, we need to stop or something. Yeah, possibly, man. I think it's a uh, for something with that many hops in it, though. I don't think it's super bitter. Like there's no bitterness. You know, I mean, it's it's pretty it's it's pretty low compared to, you know, for what you expect from a dip anyway. You know, like, that's that's kind of as bitter as maybe maybe just slightly more than, you know, like, the, the, the full circle we just had or, you know, when we're kind of all familiar with the Seeking Sunshine. Like, so I'd love to find out what the IBUs are on this, but I'm going to put them at around somewhere from, I don't know, 60 to 80, somewhere in that range because they're not over the top. It's kind of crazy because I'm expecting yeah. more bitterness in those double IPAs. Um, a lot of the time. Can I throw something out there? Um, I was expecting this to be very much like uh, Double Jack when I've seen mm. a pour. And the more I drink it, I find that it's actually a really smart mix of both styles of Dipper. I think it starts very much like Double Jack and then like as you finish as you swallow what's in 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 your mouth it it actually has a finish of it has a finish very similar to um metal beer solid for me like it's it's very similar but it's it doesn't taste like that at the, at the start which is which is quite confusing for me i have to say <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice it's lovely it's it's i i think if i think if it was I think if it was any more bitter, it, it wouldn't work. Yeah, and just to kind of like take a step back up and do a more higher view uh, review of the taste, I think we're all trying to identify the particular taste profile of these hops. It 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 works though. It's a nice combination. It's mm. not like there's too many and it's terrible. There's too many, so it's hard to decipher exactly what's going on, but it's reasonably pleasant. I wouldn't say it's not nice. So Nally and Walshy, I, I want to know what you guys think on that as well. It's a good beer. Um, I like it. It's pretty complex, which I think is uh, probably what they were going for on a 15-year anniversary and firing in seven kinds of hops. Um, I'd love to find out what hops they are because that's a mad taste. Uh, it's nice. I like it. I don't know if it's a bit light on carbonation, maybe, just because that flavor profile is so complex. I think maybe if you had a little bit more carbonation, it might help it a bit, you know, just to mellow it out and it's not going to last as long on your, on your palate, but it's, it's good. It's a solid beer. Uh, yeah, I'm no more than you, Kinger. I thought it was going to be way more old school, uh, like Firestone Walker, Double Jack. I thought it was going to be along those profile, along those lines, but, uh, no, they've kind of blended the styles well, so they have. I was going to say, do you think? That they might have, as they were like, right, okay, we need to do something special. 
and they looked into their fridge of hops and they're just like, you know what, lads, just we have seven left. Just get them and just fire them in and let's let's see what happens. Are you saying this is the omelette of beers? <laughs> it's just like the Maybe. fridge emptier. <laughs> just just fling, <laughs> fling them all in and hope yeah. for the best. And it actually turned out quite well. I mean, for, for an anniversary beer, you're like, Guys, let's throw something together. And seven hops seems like a lot. You usually see maybe two, three, I want to say, normally. But seven seems like a lot. But I think it's worked. And it's worked quite well. It's, uh, I do, I find it, um, I actually find it quite smooth going down. Uh, as I said earlier, I don't think it tastes as powerful as it is for in comparison to other dippers we have. Like I get terrified at the thoughts of them and all you can do is just straight up taste alcohol. Mm. And I'm not fine with this, so I could find this being kind of dangerous. They're like, oh yeah, no, that's kind of going on well. And it's like, then you'd have a second, maybe a third one, and then there's an ambulance outside, you know? <laughs> uh, but I like it. I like it. And um, luckily enough, it's only a, an anniversary, so it's limited edition. Because it is a thing that they're like, oh, you know what? Give me, give me another pint of that. Um... And that ends ends very poorly, very badly for me. This uh, they they really must be doing something right, like to get to get Walshy on board with a dipper. Like mm. this is this is this is astral grains for Kinger, like. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is a season of surprises with like um, me liking stouts, Walshy coming around to dippers. <laughs> like, I know, anything's possible. <laughs> Hold on, boys! I, I might get carried away now. I might even like a pilsner at some... St- I can't even say that sentence. That's bollocks. I'm not going to like Sorry, my general contrariness and hate for people for no reason has kept this podcast consistent in at least one episode. <laughs> uh, on that note, let's get uh, Goway Hooker's double IPA rated then. So I'm going to start this off, and I know I'm going to get flack for this. He's going top. Ooh, he's, he's going, going top, top here straight away. All right, home top boy. bins, kinga. Top no, bins, kinga. Hang on, it's and it's 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 not because it's a goey hooker. I swear to Lies. God. Lies. I, I'm giving it a begrudging, unbelievable. And the reason I say begrudging is, if this was if this was a juicier dipper like I'm used to, I think I'd like it more. I don't know why that is. Um, I don't like that it's kind of see-through and it's that color and that it holds a head. I like a dipper to be kind of almost no carbonation, very juicy and very hazy. And that that it does. It's not that. But I think the tastes are so complex. But they work and I think it's unbelievable. So um, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'll jump in here after you because I don't want to take, you know, I don't want to be giving shit on this if it gets where it might get and uh, I'm the one that brings it down at the end I can't do that it's too good of a beer to me to you know intentionally crap all over it so I'll go next and I'll tell you it's a brutal for me it's not quite unbelievable um I think that a little bit more carbonation would help it um the flavors are there they're you know it's a complex flavor it's nice there's something with it that's just it's just keeping it out of it like i mean it's really close but if there was for me it would be a little bit more carbonation in that kinger and maybe like you say maybe more if they lent into the you know kind of east coast ipa style mm. that bit more maybe that would help it over the line for me to get it into that um unbelievable category but it's right on the edge but it for me it is just on the brutal side of it 
like look as we've all stated or I've stated a number of times dippers are a bit of a struggle for me but I don't get that strong alcohol taste off this I find it quite smooth I do think it could be kind of dangerous if you got a few of them into you because you're like oh yeah that's not too bad three or four layers like this was a terrible idea um <laughs> But as as dippers go, for me personally, I think it's 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 one of the nicer ones I've had. I had two or three dippers I've had that I actually enjoyed. The rest of them, I just I just can't cope. But uh, it's a beautiful beer. It's, it's it's very very nice, very pleasant. It's uh, it caught me off guard. I was expecting it to be a lot worse than what it was, but it's quite refreshing, smooth. So no complaints on me. So straight up beautiful for me. Mark seems unsure. He's either he's, frozen he's, or deep, deep. No, deep he's deep in thought. thought. He's wondering. He's wondering whether. He's, he's wondering. He's wondering whether to give Kinger the satisfaction of having an unbelievable beer from Galway, or to tank okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the last time we were in this situation, because we've been in this situation before, it was our Dippers episode in season one, where we were reviewing beers by style. We had a Galway Bay Brewery. Uh, Dipper of Foam and Fury that's what it was called and it was uh, one of the first beers oh, if not yeah. maybe the first beer to get an unbelievable rating on this podcast it might have and been, it was yeah. it was exactly what happened here that Kinger came out he's like this is fucking class I love it unbelievable the two lads were like yeah definite solid beautiful beer and it fell to me to kind of swing it one way or the other now that day I was no hesitation at all because I, I really did enjoy it this one, I'm literally right on the fence with. It's it, it's confusing, right? It's a very complex, yeah, beer, which is enjoyable in itself. The taste is very enjoyable. It still retains enough of the kind of alcoholy, boozy flavor you expect in a dipper. And I know Kinger, you're not. You're like, oh, I'm. You're a fan of the juicier ones, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so so I don't mind that it's not so juicy, you know, because it's kind of more mainstream IPA. So it's still some another style I love, you know. It's yeah, it's not, it's not going somewhere I don't like, you know. Mm. But um, yeah, I just think I don't love it. I just like it a lot, and for that reason, yeah. I think I'm gonna have to give it a beautiful. It's a really, really 100%. strong beautiful, and it's really close for me. But there's just a little bit too much going on. And because of that, it doesn't have its own character. It's kind of like a mix of a lot of things. It's not a thing. And that, to me, kind of takes away from it. Like, you're you're drinking yeah. it and you're like, okay, yeah, it's nice, but I'm not loving what it is. I'm, just, I'm struggling to kind of get my head around it. And I think Nally really wants to kind of comment on that as well. So, fire away, man. Yeah, just briefly, man, it's, I, I 100% agree with you. It, it is that complexity, maybe, that brings it down from being that unbelievable beer. It's just, it's it's really nice. Like, I, I'd be happy to have another few of these, like, not in one sitting, because that would fuck you up. But uh, I would be happy oh, yeah. to have another few of these. But it's it's something about it where it's just gone too far over one way. Like, I, I get what you're saying. You're, you're not as into the juicy, you're... IPAs or whatever, you know, it doesn't bother you as much. It, it's not something that really bothers me, but I feel like if they leaned into one side or the other, this might push it over because it would take away some of that, you know, ambiguity that's kind of left there with the style of beer because it's 
it's in the middle. It's not really gone one way or the other, you know. Yeah. And it's it's just so complex in it. It's it's like it's like it's gone just so far. It's detracted from itself that small bit because of it. Yeah, I I agree. I for me, it's not the style the stylistic issues where yeah. it's like it's a dip, but it's missing characters. For me, it's that probably that seven hops that we've been talking about. There is too much of a flavor profile and a contradiction within itself going on for you to actually say, this is an IPA that tastes like XYZ. Okay, I can taste XYZ. I like XY. I don't like Z. Therefore, this is my rating for this beer. Yeah. You cannot get your head around this thing. So you're always, there's a little bit of you being like tasting it and being like, oh, what's that? What's that? What's that? And that process to me is not enjoyable. That you you want to taste it, you want to be like, oh, that tastes like whatever. Grand, I like that. I don't like that. This is like leaving you a little bit of confusion, which detracts from it. But yeah, I, I agree with you mostly, Nelly. That it's gone too far almost. The complexity is is really good to a point, but there's a little bit too much here. I think I think that actually speaks that speaks to the level of complexity as well. The fact that. Um, this is probably the the most discussed beer rating we've had across all the podcasts uh, that we've recorded so far. Like, there's, there seems to be a, a very deep discussion about what you like, what you don't like, but not being able to pinpoint what this is. Um, yeah. You know, so I think that's it's. I think it's 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 an interesting beer. I probably would pro- like you know. <laughs> Unbelievable is probably being very generous, and that's probably more because I'm a fan of the Dipper style more than the Galway Hooker would say, you know. So um, I'll stick, I'll stick, I'll stick to my guns. But I'm, I'm absolutely, I'm actually thrilled that it got three Brutifuls from from U3 because Walshy is not a Dipper fan. So to have him kind of on the on the bandwagon for one is actually a little mini victory. <laughs> <laughs> Always solid to get one of them on the bag. <laughs> yeah. Now this 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 accent rating is the one I've been most nervous about, and yeah. um, I think it's a cop out to have me do a Galway accent for a rating. So I've done Westmead. So this is an open invite to Nally Hang and Hang on. Yeah, because I did one too. I get yeah, out of this. Mar- I'm immune. Yeah. <laughs> this is an open invite to Nally and Walshy. Who wants to take a swing at a Galway accent? An accent, I believe, by the way, is probably the hardest one to do because it's just a nothing accent. Um, so it, the, the invite's there, lads. Who wants to step up? So uh, I'm just going to do the Kinger thing where he just finds a voice and just copies the words for a while just to get the get the accent in my head. So choices from choices. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh because you know well i think first off mark's westmead accent was far more galway than westmead for a start it so was um, west fuck you it Steven. was it was it was fair west boy it was fair west um so we'll try it so i will this is going to be absolutely atrocious but i'll give it a go kinger just for you because you're sounding like atrocious Nally. it's fine you'll be fine i know i mean Earlier in this episode, you had a good go at it. I know Danny Healy Ray, hadn't you? Fire in the cap across the room. Um, right, give us a sec. So that gives Galway Hooker double IPA. No, I fucked it, lads. I fucked it. It's gone. It's gone. I had it at the start and then it died. Ah. 
unleash your inner crusty bastard. Ah, <laughs> a youth spent well. <laughs> you see, you see. Actually, like a little known secret about Galway is so I'm County Galway, but then there's Galway City and like the Clada, and they put the word "een" at the end of every word, like "loving" and "boating." Yeah, and yeah. "ladding." Ladding. You know, so like, so that 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 gives Galway Hooker Double IPA fifteenth anniversary a beautiful from the. Crafty Crew podcasting. I'll take it. I'll, uh, uh, podcasting. <laughs> I love it. Podcasting. <laughs> so everybody, I've come up with some five like uh, questions for the guys here, and we're going to see who gets the most points and who can win at the end of the five questions. Now, to stop any cheating, we're going to do this like the newlywed game where the guys are going to have to like write down the answer. I'm going to go three, two, one. They flip it around, and I can see on the video chat we're on where we record this, whether they got it right. So there's no cheating or manipulation. Everyone can see everyone's answers. Uh, to highlight this, Nally has been writing the word turtle over and over again and showing it on the screen. <laughs> Is that your favourite word, Nally? Turtle. I like turtles. <laughs> Nally likes turtles. Okay. So They're helpless. This, this gets... Harder and harder, and also test your knowledge of our previous episodes. Oh, okay, okay. Nally, Nally's definitely going to win. Like, fucked. Do we just give me a zero now? Or no, it, look, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay, question one. What does IBU stand for? It's been used multiple times in this episode. Okay, three, two, one. What do we have? While well, she says, and it's frozen. Can't see Walchies. It's frozen. Okay, it's too uh, bright. Can you make yeah, mine out, so, Mark? Did you get mine. Yeah, uh, yeah. Your international bitterness unit. So Kinger. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Sorry, everyone has it right except for Walchie. So it's a point for Kinger, a point for Nally, and unfortunately, Walchie at zero. It's international. Yeah, no. Bitterness units, not integral is, beer units, but. Is international <laughs> right? No way. Uh, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. so uh well done to kinger and uh nally there integral they are an integral unit of the beer but unfortunately it wasn't the right answer i'm proud of you for using the big words but i'm proud of you for the big words it was probably the first kind of word that i could come up with start with an i so (laughs) okay so the next two questions are podcast related are we all ready so craigie's rose cider that we all hate, Ooh. and let's not talk about it too much. Boo. But it's, it, yeah, it's brewed by which brewery and distributed in Ireland by them. We we called this out a lot in that episode because we hated it so much. So which Irish craft brewery brews and distributes Craigies in Ireland? Yeah, Nally has the right answer. Does anyone else have, have an answer? <laughs> I honestly, I honestly can't remember. I have to tell you, there's a bit in brackets in case you're being a stickler. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that definitely has the right answer. Um, oh, okay, one hundred percent. I do not have. Okay, uh, Kinger, you ready? No, I, I, I've no idea. I actually can't remember. Have a guess. Like, really, there's not that many breweries we've done on this podcast. Def- I mean, there's literally like one, like forty or so. One in forty chance. I know. I know they were. 
Are we showing our answers? Sorry. Yeah, so three, two, one, flip them around. Oh, it's not right. I know they were Carlo, weren't they? But I've no idea what, what the brewery's called. Yeah, so uh, Nally has it right. Oh. O'Hara's, O'Hara's the Carlo Brewing Company. Um, I don't think I can give it to you, Kinger. I don't think Carlo's no, no, close no, enough. No, no, no. Uh, and while she, unfortunately, it's not Larkins. Sorry. No. Did, I, did I get it? What were they called? I missed, I, missed, I missed the answer. Uh, it was O'Hara's. Yeah, Carlo Brewing Company. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Carlo. I, yeah. So Kinger, you were really good at getting that close, but I was thinking of Carrie Brewing Company. Yeah. Did you like did you like the caveat mark? I uh, I highlighted yeah. it was in brackets. Because <laughs> yeah. uh I have a feeling you might have been a stickler on something like that, just to fuck <laughs> with me. Cause last time yeah. you hosted a quiz for us, you fucked me out of points straight away. So uh <laughs> That's very true, Nally, because I was bitter and yeah. bitter like hops. That's what I was. You um, were okay. an IBU. Question number three. The Locavore range is a range of beers the, by wait, which... The what? The what? Sorry, the Locavore. Locavore. L-O-C-A-V-O-R-E. Is a range of beers brewed by which brewery that we have uh, rated on this season of the podcast? So I'll give you a clue. Locavore means sourced you, from local ingredients. I no, sure, okay. I don't know if this is right, okay. but it's it's a hundred percent spelled wrong. But I think you'll get the gist yeah, of what I I'm mean. I'm not going to criticize you on spelling, while well, as long as oh, I can no. understand. Yeah, no, but like just once you know, make out the word. I'm going to say if you've I'm going to say if you've spelt it wrong, you've gotten it wrong, because uh, it's not a hard spelling. But then that's not worth it. <laughs> I can barely spell my name. Oh, okay, then I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> I think Watch's answer might be putting put, put me off, but okay. Okay, three, two, one, answers. Uh, again, we have Kinger and Nally getting it right with Wicklow Wolf. And for yes. some reason, while she keeps guessing Larkins to every answer. Uh, no, I didn't say Larkins. Oh, no, that wasn't Larkins. I don't know why that's there. No, he, he showed he me Larkins. Larkins. I said, I said, okay, well, it's wrong either way, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see now why I was I, saying about if you spelt it wrong, you've gotten it wrong. Wicklow and Wolf are yeah. pretty easy. <laughs> That really okay. threw me off when he was like, I have the, have the word wrong. I was like, there's two words, though. For some reason, I was thinking, it's like, remember, was it Bally Kincavan that had the 13 fields? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah. getting that from. Yeah. Fair enough, yeah. 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 That was a good throw. That, Mark, Mark put that in intentionally to throw you. Yeah, because also, I remember last week, guys, we talked hard. about Tipperary and Kashmir Brewing's uh, single-source brewing. So, you know, canvas. we have three. Oh, yeah. Or Canvas, sorry, yeah. We've had three breweries this season who have local source brews, so I thought it was a good question. Okay, it's a testament to Irish brewing, to be fair. Yeah. Yep. So, are we ready for question four? Correct. Yep. Okay, very good. So, this one is kind of playing on the fact that the three of you guys, you're big fans of Dead Center, yeah? Um, yep. Oh, don't <laughs> <laughs> and fired. <laughs> and we're out the gap. hundred percent going to get this wrong. We all uh, we we all use this app called Untapped. It's like the Facebook of beer, where you tag your beers and stuff, and you rate them. Okay, so we're all pretty heavy users of this. So I'm going to ask you this question: What is Dead Center's highest rated beer on Untapped? So by oh. people who've tried it and. And given it, I don't expect any of you to get this, but at the same time, I thought it'd be funny just to like rub your noses in it that you didn't. 
So what is the highest rated beer on Untapped? Now, there's one caveat. There's two or three beers they have that only have like one or two ratings. So I've gone 10 ratings minimum. And anything with 10 or greater, okay? See, when you said, I don't think any will get this, I think that half cancels out like three. This is a strange question because there are one or two dead center beers that are going to have like many, many more ratings than the rest of their collection. Uh, but the one I've gone for, I think, okay, was an out was an outrageous beer, and I think it would be at the highest rated. <clears throat> okay, okay. Are we all ready with our answers? If me and Nally have gone for the same beer again this time, I think it'll be uh, it'll just it'll just be a good sign of how so good how, how close our friendship is. You know, over, buddy. Over anything else. <laughs> yeah. Plus, plus you've already got one wrong, so I'm still in the lead, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I've got none, none right. So, in no way competitive. Okay. No. Well, I'm, she. I'm definitely not. I just, uh... just write down a beer. God damn it! You drank enough of them. <laughs> I think this is wrong between a few, but... Okay, are we good to go? Yeah, so I want your answers on three, two, one. Uh, ultraviolet Tilt, Ultraviolet Tilt, and Nally has Who? gone for it. Bank of Ireland. I don't know no. if you can see it there. You're holding your... <laughs> Bank of Ireland. There. I, Doc and something? Disco Ain't Dead. Disco Ain't Dead. Unfortunately, no. Disco Ain't Dead. The highest yeah. rated beer is Vivid Trinity. Ah, Okay. Okay. Oh. Which is this, uh, an imperial oh, stout. Which even I haven't. Which tried one? Anything. Which one? Version, version one or version two? Version 1.2. And the second highest beer they have is version 1.1. So I'll give okay. it to you if yeah. you got either of them. Like, yeah, okay. Uh, I have both. Okay. I, I bought both of them last Christmas. And I have them both. Uh, I was actually only saying this the other day to the lads. I have both of them still in my room unopened. Because I'm like, I'm going to age them for the year and then give them a go. I'm really looking forward to trying them. I've both of them there. I can't wait for it. I've I've a precious cargo in the in the room next door here. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was between two and three beers, and that was definitely not one. I was between ultraviolet tilt, stealth mode, and even across the pond. Because the way you were talking about it, was like I knew it was no way seeking sunshine marooned or dead pixels. Stealth. Yes. Because you were like, we definitely won't get it. So. Yeah. It definitely wasn't one of the mainstream ones. No, it was it was a limited edition. Like of the let's say the core range, teeny tiny is the top one. Yeah, yeah. I think of the core no range. No way. I've grown to love teeny tiny yeah. recently, actually, yeah. All them people who don't know that about craft beer drinking it. Anyway. Shots fired. So question five, everybody, and it wouldn't be a good quiz if the first four questions absolutely meant nothing when you got to the fifth question. Nally has three points, Kinger has two points, and Walshy has You don't need to tell them zero points. You don't need to tell Screw them. Screw it over again. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so. I mean, it's a quiz. I never do well on these. So. There were... <clears throat> we're all massive soccer fans here. You know, fans of... <sighs> Sorry, what's that? We're all massive soccer fans here. So... What's that sport? Never heard. Of it. Yeah, soccer. Because we're all fans of soccer. I've never heard of it. I, I don't. I don't know what you, that is. Are, are you angling for football? We're all, okay, we're all massive football fans here, and we support Premier League teams. Um, so there's eight points up for grabs here in this question. 
Okay. <laughs> I expect at a max, I'd say one of you might get two points and the rest uh, of you will get zero. Bollocks. <laughs> okay. In 1992, the old first division became the Premier League and four clubs were sponsored by alcohol producers. I will give you a point if you can get the club and a point if you can get the producer. Okay? So you can give Jesus me four clubs Christ. and four producers and a point for each one that's right. And it's only that season. It's not future things like... No, I don't want anything okay. sooner. I want the 1992 season, the first season of the Premier League. I'm just going to... I have no idea besides one, and even at that, I think it is. But I'm just going to put down names of teams. I have four guesses, like... I have one yeah. sure thing and three guesses. Oh, I have no sure thing. And... Two guesses so far, with a third one incoming. What what a fantastic question, I have to say. Oh yeah, fair play. Do we do we get points for the teams or and, and the beers, or do they have to be both right? Like does that No, they're, they're individual now, so if you can give yeah, okay, that's four fine. teams, that's like, four points. And four beers is four points, yeah, yeah, fair. No, that's gone, okay. I like, have a better so chance all, now, I think. <laughs> all 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 I've done is pick four teams that I know had alcoholic sponsors, and I just gone with them. <laughs> That's a good tactic, man. It's pretty tactic. solid, yeah. Let's yeah. see how many you get right. So I think everybody has their answers. So on three, yeah. I'm going to ask you to, to show me them. So one, two, three. Okay, this is very interesting. If you need me to read out any of mine, let me know. No, no, I, I, I have them all. Scratch. So the, the okay, correct answer, all. I'm not going to go through all the incorrect answers. Okay, so the correct answers were Blackburn with McEwen's Lager. Oh, no. Nottingham Forest with Shipstones. Oh, Kinger, you got Forest. Spurs with Holstein. Oh, my God. Forest, yeah, Darren Anderton. And Liverpool with Carlsberg. Okay, so, interestingly enough, okay, Nally, you got zero on that round, unfortunately. Fair. But Kinger... Walsh, you got two points. You had Liverpool Carlsberg, so yep. well done. King, you got two points for Liverpool's Carlsberg. You had the wrong tea, the wrong beer, but you did have Nottingham Forest, didn't you? He yeah, did. I had, but it, it was yeah. it was the bats that I remember them having. It was a really exactly, iconic yeah. sponsorship. But uh, they had uh, shipstones that year. So at the end of our quiz, it means we have Walshy on two points, Natty on three, but with a fantastic final round, King are on five. Yes! Yay. I don't feel too bad. That's my first time ever winning a quiz, I think. <laughs> you are part of it. <laughs> yeah, usually I'm the quiz usually master. you doing them. Um, I was, the only other one that I was like, I kind of had, I didn't know the year, but I knew Newcastle had Newcastle Brown Ale at one stage, so I was like, throw it in and just see what happens. I forgot about Spurs. I, don't, I didn't know what year it was. Totally forgot uh, about Spurs and Blackburn. Uh, like, I thought Liverpool's was later. Uh, That's why true. I left them out. I thought I, did, was I also did this. Yeah, I thought Liverpool was late, was way later. Yeah. This entire yeah. quiz was based on information found on footyheadlines.com. If anyone has a problem with the quiz, <laughs> you don't have a problem with me. You have a problem with the website. No, nope, okay. not at all. Oh, well, I have a problem with you, but that's a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Nally, different Nally, most importantly... I feel like your problem with Mark is not as big as Walshy's problem with Eamon Dunphy. Well, how can anyone have a how can anyone have a problem with Eamon Dunphy? That's a ridiculous that's, statement. That's Kinger. ridiculous. Nobody has a problem with him. Why would you? Why would you even bring up something so silly? He's a goddamn the problem, hero. 
the problem the with Eamon Dunphy, the problem with Eamon Dunphy is that there's not enough of them. We need like yeah, five Eamon Dunphys. Yeah, get him back on telly. I say I'd sign that petition. Get rid of Richie Sadlier and bring back Eamon Dunphy. Yeah, It'd be much better. Eamon Dunphy. There's a man who knew how to be bald with dignity. Not like Paul yeah. Walsh or Richie Sadlier or Liam Brady. Eamon Dunphy. That's the man you want. <laughs> Only man you want. Okay, Walshy, before I before I do my outro, I'm going to allow you respond. No. Okay, well that's it. That's it for this week's uh, episode. So next week we're heading to Mayo and Sligo as we continue. Oh the green and um, red of Mayo. I fucking hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> so until then, it's a goodbye from Nally, goodbye from Mark. Goodbye from Walchie and from myself, Kinger. See you next week.